Hold on. Hello. I'm just speaking because I'm doing an audio thing. Hello. Hello. Yeah. All right. Levels are nice. Levels are spicy, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The levels are spicy. What happened to my camera? Oh, my God. Oh. It was like that for like a year, dude. Yo, bro, it's like for a fucking year. <laughs> that's going to be the intro. So that's going to be the cold open to the pod this week on the okay. YouTube. Lime, duh. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Oh shit! <laughs> I am the, now deaf. The, the buzzer reset. The, the, the buzzer level reset. Everybody, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host, with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. <laughs> Yo, Dana's badass, man. Dan Black, a.k.a. Adunsky, a Blackamora. Oh, fuck yourself. A.k.a. Whoa, hey. A.k.a. Uh, the modern day goof and spoof. Oh, Raja. A.k.a. Donnie Capri. From wow. that time, I went to Italy. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. In Mount Mushmore. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This girl, she's mine. And hop, hop, hum. Damn. She's fine. <laughs> doink, doink. Anyway, welcome back to the comedians. What am I saying? We're back in action for your satisfaction. All are spicy, spicy. Muy, 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 muy caliente. Chef's kiss. Wrestling reactions. Uh, man, a lot to talk about this week. Before we, you know, weirdly, I do have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, again, there are no such real things as lull times, daddies. Like lull times in wrestling, you know, we call it it's lull times, daddy. Lull times is when it's post WrestleMania and you're not watching wrestling because you're burnt out, but the product still has some value to it, daddy. And uh, when we do this pod, I'm essentially forced to push through that, and it's always some great shit. And it always does become one of my favorite times of year. I always say it. Um, uh, so there's a lot to talk about this week, and uh, but before we do, you know this podcast is grassroots, so support us over at patreon.com slash means wrestling. Pledge a couple bucks each month to support this show, uh, keep the lights on, and uh, everything, you know, everything. If you're a fan of the stuff we do, it all costs money, and uh, if you could support us, that'd be awesome, but whatever are asking for handouts, we right now have bonus episodes that are AEW, NXT, and just more wrestling focused uh, on Friday AMs with Nick Tulo, the supermarket, and me. Those are a good time. We keep it loose. We keep it fresh. We keep it spicy. 
And uh, also, we have the Cal Movie Club where we dissect movies to an unhealthy degree with pro wrestlers in them. And right now, we have... Uh, actually, the next episode of that is coming out next week because Aaron's on jury duty, which is why she's not here this week. And Aaron is a big part of the Cal Movie Club, so we cannot movie club without her. But... So we'll come back next week. We're watching some shitty space movie with Lana and Bruce Willis. Uh, and it has single digits Rotten Tomato scores. Always the fun. You don't have to watch these movies just to hear us comment on how terrible they are. Always fun. And uh, also the next CalZoom Thunderdome. If you're a patron, you get access to watch wrestlers, uh, watch pro wrestling with us. The next one is, uh, I believe, going to be Backlash. But we got to do one for... Double or nothing. Double or nothing, right? Half. But that's not till May, I think. So whenever backlash uh, yeah. is whenever Memorial Day. whenever WrestleMania backlash is on, uh, we'll be doing a, a Thunderdome of that. Uh, Phil, can we look up when that is actually? Sorry, no. Anyway, uh, great. Check that out. So tons of value over on Patreon. Support this podcast if you dig it, and uh, that's it. Now look, uh, let I, I have so much to talk about. Some stuff out of the ring. Let's just introduce the uh, the room here. Um, he's here. He's a nasty, nasty boy. Nasty Newman, what is up? How about it? Look at this cat. Nasty Newman hugging in the house. And uh, from the bonus episodes, the Super Mart. Oh, my God. All right, from Hawaii, crowd champion Jason Shapiro. 4.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, to, uh, what the fuck is this trash? Champion's privilege, bro. Champion's privilege. To cut me off? I, I can't control when he shows up. That's what? a producer thing. Yeah, that. So why am I even fucking here? No, oh, yeah, okay. Shebs, what up? Too low. Uh, like, do I, Yo. Uh, too low. <laughs> Nick Too Low in the house. What up, Nick Too Low? Tiptoe I mean, with Too Low. I swear to God, sometimes I feel like it's like five years ago. Fuck Tiptoe with Too Low. You guys are turning me back into fucking terrible Too Low over here again. Like, uh, what the fuck is this? It's fine. Sh- listen. Oh, let's fine. Let, to be to be perfectly clear, what what Jason actually Shapiro, happened? Champion of the house, Nick Tulo. We're here. There's a lot to talk about. Let's come uh, on. Okay. We've got to be what, professional here. We're running. What a actually track. happened here is Tulo did get introduced and then complained about me cutting off his, his intro when in fact he was the one who cut off my intro. You played <laughs> the song. I did my little sexy poses. Like the sexy little party boy I am. I got the belt. I got no shirt. I popped my well, shirt off. I, you can see the you, shoulders. You don't deserve an intro if you're going to cut He's somebody else's intro. He's talking over me. He's You'll still do- talking over me. Guys. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly, it just makes you look unprofessional. Uh, okay, okay. I might be guys, the most professional wrestler. I know you guys. You guys. Well, professional guys, wrestling today. Next time, show up when we're actually recording the pod instead of fucking rolling in here late. There's an earned tiff here. I understand what there's. A, I, there's the tension here is 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 palpable and it's real. And we know it. Listen, no one understands it more than I do. But the podcast is too fucking important. So can I can I get four forty nine p.m. About- Eastern okay. Standard Time? You. It's your Thank boy you. Tiptoe with Too Low. Thank you, Too Low. Thank you. Now, all right, let's jump right into it this week because I, I I'm just gonna ring uh, the bell. I'm ringing the I'm ringing the audio bell here because um. We got to talk about the most important thing in pro wrestling right now, which is the release of the movie Mortal Kombat. And uh, okay, <laughs> what's the connection? Uh, I mean, it, it's a battle. It's a tournament style battle. I guess the connection is to like you know a Royal Rumble or something. Well, will, maybe maybe no, also. I, I would like to just talk about Mortal Kombat, and I'll be honest, just because I just. We were talking about it before we started recording, yeah. and uh, there's no one who listens to this podcast who's like, I'm turning this off because they're talking about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess the overlap, the Venn diagram of 
pro wrestling fans who are also probably going to watch Mortal Kombat. That's a that's a safe bet. That's probably a, a full circle. Yeah. Um, technically, I'm going to call Mortal Kombat combat sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's combat sports entertainment. The other thing about Mortal Kombat, I think that ties into wrestling, is like, um, I think it was, I think it was improperly booked. Um, and also, I was thinking while I was watching it, it is interesting how they book the one-on-one fights, right? Like, you're like, you know, you, you yeah. do have to be like, yo, what's a good card for Mortal Kombat 1? You know what I mean? Like, I'll tell you go... what's not. I'll tell you what's not a good card for Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to have a brand new character and uh, the entire movie, <laughs> and then the final fight is between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, who are kind of in the movie, while the main <laughs> character fights a giant ice cube. For fucking ten minutes straight. Yeah, it was this movie was was I it was horrible to the point where I haven't had this in a while, but where when the movie Mortal Kombat ended, I go like wait, what this is oh, over? Yeah. This movie's over? Me too. I was like, that's well, all I felt. This, doesn't the tournament start right now? <laughs> yeah. Like and there's no tournament. And then not only are they not like the tournament's no gonna be the next Kombat. movie, they're like, No, we're going to get Johnny Cage. Well, like, that was what? that was like the stupidest reveal ever because it's like, hey, the movie's over. Big time spoiler. As we can alerts. away. Guess what, guys? You may not believe this. One of the characters from Mortal Kombat is gonna be in any yeah, other Mortal like, Kombat movie we make. Is it a spoiler? Like, the, there's nothing. It's not like Johnny Cage shows uh, up. They cut to they cut to the least. Yeah. Choice move. They cut to a poster of him on the wall that and it doesn't even show his face, who the actor is. I guess you know that he's white, right? He, like, he, well, like, but, I mean, it's Photoshop. I mean, it's a poster, so it could be like a color treated poster. He could easily be uh, have more melanin going, but it's just like a, an acid wash kind of graphic design. So yeah, you don't even know his ethnicity. Not that you need to. But yeah. here's the other thing. They're acting like Johnny Cage is one of the most important characters in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he is not. No. It's Scorpion and Sub Zero. Those yeah. are the guys. I like, thought Liu Kang was a way bigger deal. Also, well, Liu All right, Kang, so let's Liu talk Kang about Liu Kang. Le- Liu Kang has Leonardo syndrome, where Liu Kang is like the main one, but like no one really gives a shit about him because he's right. not cool. So right. like, yeah, Leonardo is the leader of the Ninja Turtles. Right. Who's right. fucking favorite turtle is Leonardo? Uh, Liu Kang's Liu Kang's biggest battle was with his uh, red sash being a little too long, where he had to keep going, go, keep going like this. Huh. And like, just get it out of the way the yeah, whole entire yeah. time. I'm like, well, what is he doing with this? I, sash? I, I like the, the, the guy they cast for. for he, he had. He was like, kind of like. Um, he was like, uh, like Bruce Lee, Michael Jackson. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? He had like a yeah. real Michael Jackson energy. Yeah. But I actually really liked that guy because he was like, he had like negative ten percent body fat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he was as shredded as well, he can be. Yeah. Let's. I mean, if we're gonna make this about wrestling. Clearly, the Miz should be Johnny. Cage, That's how right? I was like. That's this is how connection. we tie it. Yeah. That's like the, the the shit was so jank and so bad that like, why not? Like, what what's the downside of throwing the Miz in there? You'll just get WWE fans involved. I mean, 100%. What, what, I, I don't, that I don't movie know. should have been casted with all professional wrestlers, and it would have been fucking awesome. Well, but here's the thing. No, I think First it would have been I worse agree. because I think it would have <laughs> been worse because think about this, man. Like, well, the Miz sucks in movies. Good you know actors, that. Yeah, yeah, and like. I think that the the movie was so poorly written and made so little sense, even from the standpoint of like a Mortal Kombat movie, that I think even The Miz would have a problem delivering these lines. But here, here's here's it, and this is how we tie it back to wrestling with like a Mortal Kombat, because there was so much like it got so much heat, you know, on on like Facebook and blah blah blah, like everyone was talking about it, and it is one of these things where like 
people lying it to drives me too. nuts when people are like yo it was fun you're like yo we don't need more fun media like fun media is easy to make it's easy to make like yeah it was fun it was a good time they're like no we need it to be quality like and yeah. why not like what there's you why do people just go like oh, i had a good time with it and you're like you're like, That's exactly how I felt about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right. What? But I thought it was. I thought it sucked. But I was like, but it was. You know, it was still cool to see. No, I'm saying Scorpion it was a good time. It was a blast to watch yeah. and this and that. But it could but have been fucking amazing to be ripped apart for being like a bait, like an incoherent script. It yeah. had choices from the jump. Like, this is a this is a franchise that has, uh, thirty like twenty five years of characters, yeah. and the lead is an, a non character. In, in well, it? that's yeah. a that's just a horrible choice. The two big and then weird also choices. to just avoid the tournament structure entirely to just have it feel like Random. '90s. Like it felt like it made all those mistakes of '90s movies. Like th- that's my thing. Where, where it was like, it's just like a bunch of happenstance, right? It's right. like they like you wander into this room and now you're fighting that guy because you wandered into that room, as I opposed could... to like making it way more deliberate and fun and like planning for each other's matches it or wasn't... something like that. It wasn't King of Iron Fist, I can tell and you. And there's, well, no stru- there's no the real structure. Story. The real there, there was is, no matches. Yeah. King right? of Iron Fist right. was a much more coherent tournament than Mortal Kombat. Right. <laughs> I would ga- I would venture to say that the, the tournament of the season was, in fact, the King of Iron Fist tournament and not the Mortal Kombat film. And Dan, you know, you actually won that tournament, so uh, you shouldn't have a problem with this. He's going to get his fucking cocoa I'm gonna get my, beads. my ceremonial Yeah, the Pocopina Beach uh, beads. But uh, they're called and they're not beads. Yeah, but so like, you know, in the 90s, like they did this stuff where characters are kind of like inconsequential. Like it would be like um, they'd make like like uh, the Street Fighter movie. And they're like, Blanca is like in a tube of water the whole time. And you're like, but like, that's not what like I didn't want to see the whole movie with like Blanca being fun. And like you're like, oh, and then they make him look in nothing like he does in the game. That was like this where it was like reptiles, just a Komodo dragon. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, and and you fight but him in a bar turn, randomly. He, he could still turn invisible like reptile, and he right. could still and shoot spit. acid like reptile. That was a nightmare. That was a nightmare. Um, the other thing that was very, very here. Here's the thing. Actually, talk about the Street Fighter movie. The worst part about that one was not that they needed to have Blanca, so they just like have him like in one right. scene. At some point, Ryu shoots a Hadouken, and that thing sucked. It was like. They showed his face, and you could tell his hands moved, and they just had, like, a flash of light on the screen. Like, we don't want to deal with the visual effect here. We're right. just going to, like, say a Hadouken happened. And, like, they did right. that, right? That's, like, the curse of the 90s. Like, being god off. Like, whatever happened in the movie Roadhouse. Like, it's just like, oh, none of this matters. This is all nonsense. Let's give him a philosophy degree. Like, I guess it's fun. 90s were movies were just, like, they didn't make sense, and everyone was happy about it. Today, we're spoiled by actual coherent storylines. Right. And this one didn't have one. But here's the thing. Yeah. Because Tulo said it was fun. Dan, you said you had an issue with people saying it was fun. No, no, no. I, I Can I just clarify that? I I don't have an issue with people being like, it's fun. But I have an issue with people being like, what, like writing off, like being like, whatever, no, like, yeah, guys, right, it's right, Mortal right. Kombat. And you're like, right. no. Like it was fun, Mortal Kombat's an amazing property. Like, right. it's an amazing property that should be handled correctly, mm-hmm. like a Harry okay. Potter or whatever. Okay. Like, that's okay. my thought. So it's like, yes, you can watch it for fun, but fans of it can be upset when you're recklessly using their IP. The IP. Like, they didn't even try. It's And it's different. Physical error, mental errors. This is all Let me mental just interject. Errors. Let me just interject. No, but, no, fans do not have any right to be upset 
when somebody <laughs> does something with an with an IP that they have nothing to do with other than the fact right, that they consume. Right. But they can be like ever. disappointed, is what I mean. You they know? can they can voice their displeasure, right? But like yeah. to okay. like to sit with that and be like, I am upset. Relax. But this was like, but I'm saying my Everybody's last point relaxed. is that physical, <laughs> mental errors, right? We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. This was all mental errors. Like from the jump, they didn't plan this well at all. They didn't have like anyone in there who understood Mortal Kombat properly. Right. You know what I mean? Like it felt like somebody played the game for a half hour and then <laughs> threw this movie together. Got you it. Know? Yeah. Except, for K- except for Kano. Kano understood Rocked. the assignment. Save the movie. <laughs> well, here's my issue. First of all. Uh, I got a couple things. To say. The point I was making it, before is good. that it's it's fun, yeah. and Dan, you're saying like it's not enough for people shouldn't just be satisfied with it being fun. They should want more from the movie. But I will say that I have tried to watch much media, wrestling included, movies, films, great films, shitty films, at night. That's my last thing I do before I go to bed. Since I've been in Hawaii, in four months of being out here, the only thing that I did not fall asleep during was Mortal Kombat. I was able to put Mortal Kombat I on at like asleep. 9.30 and watch nope. the whole thing. Passed I watched out the whole halfway thing. through. I woke passed up, out. I rewound, and that... like got a second wind and fell asleep I... again three quarters of the way through. Rewound and Well, to be fair, you are a lot more stoned than me, probably. Because I was yeah. not high. And I watched things that like, I, I, I... start things at like midnight. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's All true, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is yeah, this true, movie true, was, true, true. Was, was action-packed enough that I, and there was enough Honestly, I think the confusion and like what the fuck is happening here helped because I was like, wait, 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 wait hold on, wait, wait, wait. I, I got actually, right. I, I'm trying to follow a non-storyline, and you know, so I got to give it credit there. And then also to to kind of against your point, which is maybe not fair, but like, why would a Mortal Kombat movie be good? It's a movie I, I, from a video game. They're all shitty. Like Doom sucks. Street Fighter sucks. Yo, I'm saying other Mortal Kombat movies suck. Like they're wait, supposed wait, wait. to suck. I'm saying that. There's a, there's there's a level of fun suck, and then there's a level of just like, like. Well, by the way, I also don't believe that. I think you can make anything good if you. I if think you, you can. Try. But, uh, I but think it's you also can, but everyone who makes fool. something knows it's easy to make something bad. But like Jumanji, the remake with The Rock, who would think that that I would like that movie as much as I do? You know. Well, the, all right. We're, Jumanji did a fantastic job <laughs> with an all-star cast and incredible writers. Like that's a full-blown Hollywood. They put everything it's behind. An a plus that movie. The, but I'm saying they put every tool in the tool chest in there. They got Kevin Hart. They right. got Jack Black, one of the best comedians of this generation. They got yeah. The Rock. They got they got a you know just perfect everything top to bottom and if it flopped it would have been like whoa that was a huge flop because they put everything they had what i love His about mortal is Kombat, cake you know what that I, what his weakness is cake one of the funniest yeah. jokes yeah. in that movie is his weakness is cake. Then right. he eats cake, and he's like, I'm fine. Maybe he just meant that, like, I can't resist cake. And then right. he blows up. Yeah. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. So, But here's the thing. That's Jumanji, okay? Yeah, That's when they right. took something, like, you'd never think this IP. It's a fucking book. It's a children's book about a board game. Like, what the fuck? But they're able to make it work. This has IP. But here's the thing, and this is why I love about this movie. We're talking about, hey, it should have had wrestlers in the cast. They should have done it. They did the bare minimum. They put a bunch of fucking nobodies I've never heard of in this movie mm-hmm. with a script that took an, a, 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 a <laughs> shit break to write. You could write mm-hmm. this thing on the toilet, okay, mm-hmm. with a character no one's ever heard of, with a tournament that didn't even happen. And it was a smash hit. Everyone's yeah. watching it. Everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it was a huge and, hit. And it's like they didn't need to do any more all work than four they of did. us watched it right yeah. we all watched it everybody watched it and probably Phil watched it also but that's the power of the ip not has nothing to do with the film or or the people who made it well right? actually i would say no because 
the reason why I got so pumped to watch it is because I heard a lot of people saying that there it was, was good. There was a lot of propaganda out there. There was a right. lot of there people was a saying big push that this was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, like what. the whole AEW roster gotta... went and saw it. Miro like got them the the theater for like yeah, roped well... off. And they saw it, and they all came out and said it was great. I'm like, oh, shit, the rest oh, of the are They're all fucking dum-dums and probably on the take, right? I mean, it's it's promotional. But yeah. the thing is this. Well, that's what I'm we live in a world realize. where misinformation... HBO Max, what right? What did you it say? was on HBO Max. What did you just say, yeah. Chef? That's a TNT pro, uh, with TNT, so it makes sense. I said that... I'll see the they're pro- this. Okay. Uh, you see, the thing is this, Dan. We live in a world where misinformation campaigns are so ubiquitous and effective that they could trick half of our country into thinking ideas that aren't even real are real. Some people think school shootings never happened and they were just made up by like anti-gun activists. Like we have such a aggressive campaign of distorted reality. I think it's a pretty small order to trick a couple people into thinking a movie is going to be a good movie. All you need is like a couple fake Facebook accounts being like, saw Mortal Kombat. There's also no consequence it. for lying about that stuff anymore either. That's the other. Yeah, like one of the it's NXT like referees Jones, thinks. Oh, yeah. We should, we'll jump into that in a second. But like <laughs> Alex Jones goes on Joe Rogan and it's like, it's all good. And like, you're like, what the fuck? This guy literally said Sandy Hook had crisis actors. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, how is that ever something that you're like, oh, like, I'll, I'll talk to this well, guy. And then I'm saying I'm down to speak, have a conversation. But you're like, shouldn't the conversation always be? Let's talk about that crisis actor thing. Right. Like, let's talk yeah, about that. Right. And I think his thing is now he goes like, I was kidding. Right. Yeah, He's basically. like, I was kidding. You're like, that's not good enough. Yeah. Like, that's not. And that means you're done. Right. But no, not some people are like, here's fine. You know, I don't know. I will say more all time. Mortal Kombat reminded me of a Monday Night Raw. Oh yeah, back to Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat reminded me. Remind me of the Sandy Hook shooting. That is true. It reminded me of Monday Night, like a Monday Night Raw episode, where there's a lot of cool things that are happening, but none of it makes any sense. Yeah, I agree with that analogy. I think it's a perfect analogy. It very much felt like a bad episode of Raw. We're like, yo, I like that. I like that. That's cool. What the fuck are they doing here? Oh, they fucking ruined it. Oh, this is happening. That makes no sense. That was my. That was what's up. And here's the thing. Got there it. was a couple little moves that they could have made that would have made this movie make 10,000 times yeah. more sense. Right out of the, if I give you one, one note, if I they ran this go. by me, one script note, because every movie should be run by me at least once before it goes to production. My one note is, okay, everyone loves Scorpion. We want to see Scorpion. We don't have Scorpion. We got this schmuck. No one fucking knows what his fucking deal is. He was in we, hell for a little bit. He was just Scorpion in hell. Well, Scorpion is from hell. hell. Scorpion's from hell. But here's my note. Yeah. My note is when the fucking main character, what's his name? Cole. Johnny Salami, whatever his name. Cole. When Cole, he can't find his arcana, and he's well, what's I don't know. He can't do it. They transport him back to fight to, to, to his family. Goro pops out. Goro's chasing his wife and kid. There's chasing his wife and his kid. That's when he finally hits his arcana from the emotion. Why not have Give- the, I? Because I thought this was gonna happen. Yeah. I thought he was just gonna say. Get over here! Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. I thought that because right. he started growing those knives, and you were like, "Oh, awesome! Like that's pretty slick that he's gonna that's, like be like that's the new scorpion, and right. then and we his, have old scorpion great, great, and, and cruising right. hell." Right. right, so you have the Hell Scorpion, who's his ancestor. Yeah. He's Scorpion, the Mortal Kombat character for this movie universe. It would have made perfect sense. It would have, we would have no. all felt so relieved because it makes sense and it's right. good and it feels. Instead, he's like, he doesn't even have a cool power. Armor right. and little. Sh- his fucking... power is he can grow a long sleeve shirt. That's his, power. <laughs> his power is is springtime layering. Right. It's like oh, it's gonna get cold. It might. It's warm now, but it might yeah, get cold like, in the afternoon. He's like, hey, hey, hey! Before you leave the house, Cole, 
why don't you pack a light jacket? And then he just turns around. He's like, I got it covered. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I am, am a light jacket. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking of exactly that. A jacket that, you tuck into your fucking ghee pants. Oh, man. Are you kidding? I am light jacket. I am a light jacket. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's all they needed to do. And that one little tweak right. would solve, like, our two biggest problems of just, like, yo, who is this guy out of all these characters? They don't pick, like, a main character who anyone cares about. Uh, I don't know. It just, it just seemed like a no-brainer. Guys, let's move on from Mortal Kombat because of the Force. <laughs> and let's move on over to – I don't have a song for this yet, but let's see, like, what memes are in dance form? <laughs> this week. I've gotten into really loving wrestling memes because of how specific they are. You know this? Like, you're like, they're just, they're, they're, and some of them are so bad. I just, I don't know why. I'm just obsessed with wrestling memes right now. You know, it's a phase, maybe. Who knows? So let's see if I have any. I, I definitely have a couple. They're not all funny. They're just ones I saw. There's nothing to this. It's like I've been in some swampy Facebook groups and blah, 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 whatnot. And just some like, I just think about somebody took the time to make this. And then I'm like, did they think it was great? Did they, Like what goes through their head? And then I send these to you guys and I'll have it. All right, here. I got one here. It's um, I showed it up to the camera. It's uh. I like when you describe it. Is there a way that we can? Is there a way that we can get this? No, no, no. Yeah, there is a way to do it. But oh, there certainly is a way, right? He yeah, it's Braun Strowman. It says you can email it to and screen share it, but it doesn't matter. We, yeah, we I could digress. do that. We, yeah, we should do that. But let's for all take time, a minute time. to recognize the longest reigning champion in WWE right now, and then it's Strowman holding up the greatest Royal Rumble title, <laughs> and it says 1,088 days. You know what I mean? Wow. And now. I always pop for these longest rating ones, like the Sasha Streak one last week. Yeah. yeah. Um. What's the one where the guy? What's the guy who's he's on his? It says, what the, "Who's the Saudi Arabian wrestler?" Uh, Mansoor. Uh, Mansoor. He's like thirty-five <laughs> and hours. Fifty-five. That's 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 the, that's a great one. That streak is fantastic. Fantastic um, streak. And then, what else do I got? So here? Dan loves streaks. It's official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big streak guy. Alright, I got oh, here's I love another the movie thing. Blue this is not a Streak meme. with Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah, Doctor. Wait, that's when he's like, I'll rip your tongues out. Yeah, and lick, lick my balls with a I'll rip <laughs> your lips off and kiss my ass with them shits. Yeah. I'll rip your tongue out, lick my balls with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> right. Do the move. It's a great movie. Alright, we 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 can get back Yo, to the check this out. I got a, 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 I got a uh, I got a, a notice on my phone, a notification. Yeah. This I'll I'll just show it to you, but I'll read it to you. It says New season. Season 37 of WrestleMania is now on Peacock. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's put into Peacock as season 37 of WrestleMania. Yeah. Peacock doesn't know what to do with WrestleMania. Know, yeah. it's, it's, it's season 37 of WrestleMania, everybody. Um, season 3,510 okay. of Raw. <laughs> okay, this meme is a little controversial, okay? So uh, uh, uh -oh. it's a little controversial, okay. and it's, it's, it's worth talking about. Because it's is it well because it controversy, is. controversy creates cash. Okay, so it's this picture of of Bray Wyatt. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I sent you guys this, right? Yeah. It says geography teacher. Oh okay. yeah. It's the quote. It says, "Okay, class, today we're going to Bangladesh," and then it says this picture, and it says kid named Ladesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like we're gonna Bangladesh. I Someone. Get it. I mean, someone made this. 
The question Someone is, found this picture. Like, what? Well, let's talk about the origin of this. Did they start with the picture, or yes. they're like start with the joke? That's the question. That's, I don't know. I don't know that that's true. It could be a guy no. who was just like, I got this fire joke about no. banging a kid named Ladesh. No, Let me no. type in shocked, shocked wrestler face or something. No, but no. The, well, we're going with the uh, the Bangladesh or like uh, uh, whatever. They, it's that's like a known template for a meme. So they definitely mm-hmm. started with the picture. Oh, Bray Wyatt looks surprised here. What can I put that? And they just and they pick that one. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it's it's uh, it's obviously a terrible joke, but it's the picture of Bray should be memified. Right. Yeah, it's, look, it's a great I, it's picture. It's not the best usage memified. of that picture for a meme. Memified. So listen, uh, out there, maybe in the Discord, guys, use that picture. Of Bray. But then I have to post this thing, which I don't want to be doing. All right. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. I don't think I have anything else. Um, uh, did it, well, we None of us saw the A&E Stone Cold documentary. But I'll say this. I haven't seen it yet. I got to figure out how to watch it because I don't have A&E for some reason. Like, I have all these other fucking random channels, but I don't have A&E. Um, apparently, it did very well. And there's a Rowdy Piper one coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, right? Uh, that p- people were, were like, it got pretty good ratings. So that's exciting because, you know, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what they do with that. Anyway, cool. Jump it on. Let's all right. So let's now let's get into some uh, now let's get into some actual wrestling shit. I like to start. Actually, this is not a wrestling thing, but just so you guys know, it is wrestling. But I don't know if you know this, but apparently there's another COVID outbreak of uh, on SmackDown. Uh, really? And that's really? why a lot of wrestlers weren't on SmackDown this week. I guess that's where AJ's. Oh, it probably has to do with Raw too. I guess AJ Styles and. Omos, Omos. Have, haven't been. That's in what a, I was thinking. Two weeks. AJ, it was the first guy that came to mind. It's like we're, we haven't seen AJ. Did he you already know? have COVID? Yeah, but he get it I, again, I, I, and he's definitely know, not getting look, vaccinated, right? I know you can get it again, but yeah. I have not heard of anyone anecdotally getting it again. I know you can. I just—he's the first guy that I will be aware of that got COVID twice, which is really like a bad feather to have in your cap, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you know he's not taking that vaccine, so no, because you know it's just gonna kill, it'll that. kill you, man. This blood yeah. clotting. Come on, get out of yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, I so got my second one. By let's the way. I, let's start outside of WWE and let's talk about what I think to be the biggest news in wrestling this week, which is uh, Kenny Omega defeating Rich Swan to become the uh, a well, it's the unified TNA Impact Champion. Meaning Kenny gets two belts from that, right? I don't wow. know if you guys know this, but Rich Swan holds a TNA title uh-huh. and an Impact. Because not mm-hmm. everybody watching Impact. What so is the difference between TNA and Impact at this point? I just I don't know. But he's the unified champion. I don't. I didn't watch. I don't watch it enough to Moose, know. Moose brought back it. the Moose brought back the TNA heavyweight right. title, and so when Rich beat. Moose, he took that title from him too. He unified he those titles. How the fuck yeah. are they going to book a Rich Swan beating Moose ever? Like you what wanna, is that match? Rich Swan is you wanna, the, he's he's very small. He he made Omega look huge in this match. By the yeah. way, yeah, um, I bet I bet Kenny creates a new title the way like Abushi did unified the two the other two titles. I bet you why we not? get a new. I mean, what like, I think to, who knows to, what Kenny's going to do. Who knows? Well, it's he's like, uh, he's gonna Kenny be right on Impact he on has... Thursday. They're doing a a party like a celebration for him on Impact. On so does Thursday. that mean I have to watch like Twitch or whatever? Like, bleach? Well, how do I watch Impact? It's on yeah. Twitch. On Jesus Twitch or Christ, Access man. TV. But it's not, it's not just on Twitch. It's on Access TV also. But interesting thing about it is that Kenny straight up in his 
uh, Tulo sent me the post match promo I was watching, mm-hmm. which is a great time. Just because, by the way, let's just uh, I'll go through highlights of it. But Kenny acknowledged like, "Yo, this is gonna make my schedule more busy, and I'm all good with it." So mm-hmm. I expect right. him to be on Impact. Like, I mean, if he's gonna be the champion uh, pretty regularly, which is fun. Let's well, go yeah. through the highlights and, of this match. But the thing with that is yeah. that they record all their episodes in advance, so it's good. It's good for him right. that they can yeah. go and run through four weeks of tapings and have it all done. It'll be all good. I so. want to go through some fr- fun frosting about what went down here, and I'll say this match is really good. It's very good. It's not that not skippable. It's a great match, but it's like there's no crowd there. And it's like not just no crowd there. It's like we watch NXT with no crowd. We watch the Thunderdome. They don't have any of that kind of shit there. They do have Moro. Moro was announcing right. and Matt Stryker, and they were good. You well, know? I mean, Stryker is one of the most underappreciated Mike'smen. He was very funny and yeah, very yeah, good. Funny dude. And if you don't know Matt Stryker, I mean, just the great, the greatest story ever is that he was an yeah. indie wrestler who was a substitute teacher. And on his off day, he would use his sick days to just pro wrestle. Then the kids in his school realized he was an indie wrestler and like ratted him out to the school. And then he got fired. It was a big news story. And then fired? Vince was like, we're hiring this guy. We got hired for guy. what? For like lying about being sick to not come to teach school. Oh, okay. it's an- That's another thing that in, in, I think is such bullshit in life. It's like. It, it, I don't know how we break it, but like teachers are like expected to not be humans in our society. You know what I mean? Like sure. and to raise uh, someone else's shitty fucking kid. Yeah, like it's a whole thing. It's like like um, it, it, you know, you know, like the whole thing about like seeing your teacher outside of school is like awkward and stuff and blah right. blah blah. Like yeah. we got somehow we got to break all that. Like let teachers just be fucking people. I mean, I think you know they should I mean? be able to. I think they should be able to date students right out the gate as long as there's no age problem. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. We can talk about that later. We can talk well, about that later. Shoot on that real fast. Well, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind when teachers like when two consenting teachers bang in the school. That's uh, that's always a in horrible offense. I think that actually that bothered me. I was in always a fun school, thing to find. <laughs> in our high school, this happened a couple times. It did right? happen. I did. I we definitely had like some teachers get fired because they got busted fucking in the teachers' lounge. <laughs> Yo, we if it's in a, the teachers' lounge, you should be allowed to fuck. Though. Absolutely, kids aren't allowed in there. That's what the teachers' lounge should be. A big it's old, called a lounge. Room. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking lounge. Get a couple hookahs going. It would actually be great if like you see your teacher and they leave like with a fucking smoking robe like a Hugh Hefner jacket and you're like ah I guess he was just banging because you know like I had a really stressful fourth period I had to get a quick handy from yeah. the teacher's lounge and it also yeah. be funny if it was all glory holes like it was totally anonymous sex like, yeah, like the like, teachers like, don't even care they just all bang each other indiscriminately it's, it's like there's a curriculum for it you know right. <laughs> you know what I mean like this is the, this is the yeah. all right anyway I believe the, we were talking about Kenny Omega a couple fun facts so Moro announced that was a blast Don Callis enters to, um, I don't know if you, what's the song? Fuck. It's like the graduation song. Pop and not, the Macho Man? It's macho not, Man song? It's not Macho Man. It's like, fuck. Is it Vitamin C's The Graduation Song? <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, as no. we go on. Before, uh, I, I, ha- I have it right here. Um, it, it's not Pomp and Circumstance? It's not. I know Pomp okay. Circus. It's not. Is there? Not, I don't know. Pomp Circus is Macho Man's entrance right. music, but that also is the official graduation. That's the official song, graduation man. song. This song is like, um, damn it! Here, here. It's right at the top because Callus has his own entrance before <laughs> I mean, oh, the right. match. Callus is so great. <laughs> Callus is he's, he's like so a god. He's like so good. 
Where one was of the best guys guy? going? How did I have no idea who this guy was until like this year? I knew this who he was because I actually liked him. I knew the name. He was the he was a, a the announcer for New Japan, the the American announcer, and right. I was always like, oh, this guy's really good, you know. Right. But I never thought he was. Um, I didn't put together he was the jackal or that he was like you know what I mean right, like right, that right, he like right. me neither here here this song oh this is the wedding song right oh yeah it's yeah. like a wedding it's like Vivaldi or something yeah that's a funny song that's a funny song for him to come out to no this is a wedding right this is when the bride walks down the aisle right no no no, no. that's here comes the bride this oh no, is like this is like the groom this is like this uh, yeah this is definitely like a wedding type entrance. This is like the establishing shot of a wedding. This is yeah. what the quartet is playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a movie, when we go to a wedding, you're going to hear that play Dude. while they just pan around the room and show the hors d'oeuvres and show the family. Is that not the funniest entrance song for him? This guy's incredible. When I see a guy like Don Callis, yeah. I go, man, you know what? Maybe it would be super fun to like work in wrestling. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you get to be Don Callis and you get to like just cut promos and just be a fucking goof. I don't know. Just One seems- of the things he's doing and that those guys, the elite guys are doing that's really fun is they're 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 lying about their box office numbers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're telling you that like their draws are out of control. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're watching a match with no crowd. Like <laughs> and they're like they're like we're the biggest draws in wrestling. We're outselling every pay-per-view. Now, the numbers are definitely going to be higher with Kenny on it. There's no question. Right. But like they're probably nothing crazy. Right? Uh, I'm can't... pretty sure I'm pretty sure that got a big draw, I think. What is what I heard and what like I was draw reading. means the house though, right? Uh-huh. Like no, well, I'm saying uh, more views and stuff, like the pay- more pay-per-view right. buys. Pay-per-view buys, they're called. Sorry, buys. I'm sorry. Phil, buys. can we look okay. up the the like, the like buys, like how good it did compared to like a normal one? Let's go. Like, uh, like, the, like the Impact one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, look, there's no question they're smoking anything that Impact has ever done, right? Okay, now here's a couple more fun facts about this match. Rich Swan. He still has really fun, like, James Brown-style, like, entrance music, you know? Mm-hmm. And it still is, like, a great... You're like, no one enters to, like, f- fun music like this. It still I has mean, dope music. He had dope music. His music was fun when he was in WWE also. Um, is that... Okay, I'm just throwing Ernest the, Ernest the Cat Miller had fantastic James Brown gimmick and music. Um. Okay, ready? Tony Khan is rocking, like, The Rock-style silk shirts now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. That's and, uh, like, just straight up being, like, uh, like looking like a rich kid, you know? And he sits front row, and uh, very fun because it's, like, a different version of Vince. Like, like you know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's, like, oh, he's finding something that's not just I wear a suit and I own this company. He's, like, I'm, like, super rich and I've opened the forbidden door. I love where they're going with Tony, with Tony Khan, you know? Yeah, that's that's awesome to like define him as a as a different type of owner, like a rich kid owner. Now that sort of makes me think of Billy Corgan as an owner, because that's an also an also a totally yeah. different owner vibe. That's like, yeah, this guy's like a celebrity, like a famous dude who just like had to buy NWA. Let me ask you this: Where's this end up? I mean, the NWA title's still on Aldis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's been for forever. like three years, right? right? That's been forever. But AEW had an NWA's women's champion pop in. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's still there. Serena is, uh, I think so that's, Deep. As yeah. NWA, well, I think it was Thunder Rosa initially, and then it switched yeah, hands it like on AEW. Right? Right, which is a Serena it's Dweeb. As far as I think that's Serena what's next. Dweeb. I think we're going to see Kenny 
Aldis, right? Yeah. Like that's a that's just what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's yeah, next. But Al- Aldis, Aldis tweeted out something uh, that he did an interview saying that he's like the dealer. He holds all the cards. Like, so it was kind of like it was kind of felt like he felt like. And he was making sure that everybody knew that the NWA heavyweight champion was the real title. Is the real the most, deal. So yeah. Kenny's going and taking that fucking thing. So, 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 so let's, right. talk about, let's talk about Kenny right now. Because Kenny right now, just if you don't know, he's the AEW champion, which obviously you do know. He is the uh, he is the uh, Impact TNA champion, which is two titles. So that's three titles right there. He's also the Triple A Super Mega yeah. Mega Champion. He's the he- champion of Triple A as well, uh, right. which is a huge deal in Mexico. It's just America doesn't care at all about Triple A. Well, but I'm so curious. Like, yeah. what is this? What is it, this federation? Just is cool, like not having a champion, or does he pop down every once in a while? Like, no, he does. He wrestled on? in their WrestleMania thing. He wrestled against uh, who? He wrestled. Is- Dragon Lee, or he wrestled. Uh, no, no. What was that guy's name? Tulo. What's up? What was that guy's name? Like Cupid? oh, Kid Laredo. Kid Laredo. Yeah. I love the Kid Leroy, the the rapper. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, no, that doesn't matter. I agree. It doesn't. He's good. He's a little Australian kid. He was Juice World's prodigy. It doesn't yeah. matter. The 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 concept of really what Omega is doing. If we're really only seeing the the U.S. facing version of this, like. That has got to be so badass in all these other promotions, too. Like, I'm not about to start watching TNA Impact all the time. I'm not going to watch AAA, but, like, man, that's such a cool angle. Like, yo, this guy who's, like, he's essentially, he's, he's undoubtedly solidifying himself as a wrestling god, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this guy, they're letting him come in and rip every crown jewel out of everyone's promotion. That's wow. how good he is. That's how much he's earned. Because wrestling's all about respect, right? And booking, at the end of the day, is, like, who they think they have the faith to put it behind. And all these non-WWE fact, uh, companies are just cool with being like, look, this guy who's not even on our payroll, we're just going to give him the belt let him be a part-timer. They're well, Brock Lesnaring yeah, him in every federation. Kenny's such a big deal. It's why it's it's just like I hate to sound like a broken record, but the pants are just they irk Get out of here. The pants me. are fine. The no, pants they, are fine. they don't look fine. He doesn't look optimal. He He's not optimal. a bikini guy. I don't want him in a bikini. He well, I'm hoping that after he, I'm hoping that after winning this title, he he levels up. You know, that's kind of like the Thanos thing, right? After every time, fuck it, Thanos got a new thing. He got a new power. Right. And leveled they up are a little directly bit more. going with the Thanos thing. So, so uh, I think we'll get. I think we'll get a new version. I mean, the Bucks are changing their style. The they're called Infinity right Stones, too, love. What I call? I mean, they're called Infinity Stones. Right, He's collecting Infinity Stones. stones. No, no, no. They collect it. No, no. But this is you said I mean, the what, things. You said the things. Can, yeah, just, I would just let's just re- reflect a little bit. Like there was a a nine to five summit. I don't know a couple years ago was where like I believe 89? we were arguing that Omega is like a top all time guy. He's in the nineties. Like he's an A level guy. And there was some pushback. I think he was like eighty six. He was I getting, cashed in saying he was overrated, and then I watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom like thirteen, and I was like, right. he's the greatest wrestler of all right. time. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a he's the best bout machine, right? Yeah. And a lot of there's a lot of pushback that he's not as good, or a lot of people saying things like, "Well, look, if he goes to WWE or the main event, Whatever. like if he goes to the biggest stage, he might Isn't not be able it? to hack it with these guys, it's right?" And and we were saying, and what I was saying was that, like, yo, his gimmick right now, like pre AEW even, was change the world. I'm gonna change mm-hmm. the world. And then what I was saying is, like, this guy is the fully realized version of cha- – they literally, on the back of how big of a deal this non-main roster WWE t- signed talent was, were able to make an entirely new promotion that has its its own weekly cable slot 
that we have another league that we are caring about like it's just as big. They have changed the world. This guy was so good for so long doing such big time prestigious stuff that he did in fact change the world. He's right? a great he's made amazing decisions with his career. It's very right. calculated. Now and the now, calculation's been correct. That know? first year of AEW, everyone had that naysay of like, look, now he's here, now he's on this main stage, and look, he's kind of floundering. He's kind of sucking. And yeah. You know, I kind of always have to be like, look, just you can't lose. Like, he, you know he has it in there somewhere. Well, you know why? Because we're trained to think that way. We're trained to think as wrestling fans for what we've seen for so long that when a wrestler isn't getting pushed, it's probably never going to happen. And then when it comes out, the, uh, if it does happen at the other end, like, right. oh, it's, uh, oh, okay. Right. It's, uh, but it's so short. It's nothing right. like what we're witnessing now. This right. was a story, the, the way they tell it. Yeah. Callus hammers it home every time, right? And it's beautiful. It's like but this, this, right. this well, is all the, ingredients the nuance together. of pro wrestling is that you have to remember that wrestling is scripted, right? And it goes on all year long. And it is and what I mean by scripted is that it's booked, it's 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 manufactured. Now it's alive in ways so you have to follow the pattern sometimes, and you have to go with what's going on. But my point is that my, my, my point is that I was having a conversation uh, with a friend of mine. It was a good conversation, but like there's always this. I noticed this like stutter step of conversation where I was like talking about Daniel Bryan being in the main event of WrestleMania 37 and saying like. I didn't love it, but the reason it worked is because Daniel Bryan was uh, is in kind of is in is in the jabron zone, and it, it actually helped make everybody else look better. His role of like he's going to come in, Absolutely. elevate the match, but we know he's not, we know he's not fully there. So it's kind of like you want him to get pinned, and it was helping out other guys, you know. And that was interpreted as like the the where our brains go, which is like me be him being like. I love Daniel Bryan. He's so good. I'm like, that's. Not, I'm not saying that. Daniel Bryan's one of my guys. I'm saying it's cool when a wrestler is in the jabron zone. It helps them pop back up. Because right now, Daniel Bryan, so, and you can use them. You can use the valley of a wrestler to the advantage of somebody else's peak. You know? Right. And so that's really cool. So, like, right now, Daniel Bryan is so deeply in the jabron zone. I think even if you asked him, he's so in tune with it. He's like, yeah, I'm not really, like, firing on all cylinders in terms of like my gimmicks a little i still have the green stuff i'm doing the yes champ but we're not in the yes mode i think he's aware of that and that's why i think he's gonna lose to roman reigns and then disappear for a bit and come back and go and try to go back into a peak after this valley of being the bottom the gimmick right now for daniel bryan is not the gimmick but is his role right now is to push cesaro and right. make and push roman he made right. He literally was the bottom stack of the pin that's on the shirt. You know, It'd be awesome if and that's what's so that. cool about wrestling. That's it doesn't matter how you feel about Daniel Bryan right now. It's like it's awesome that he recognizes the puzzle piece that he is right now in the yeah. product. That's what I love about wrestling. And so yeah. when you say Kenny, well, you're talking about Kenny's Valley of 2019. I think is the year we were talking about, right? It's like he was kind of like in the jabron zone there, but it's like. He recognized what his role was. That's part of wrestling, and mm -hmm. it, I tie that into respect. But it also wasn't just he recognized what his role was, but it was clearly the story that they were telling, which worked us works us so good. Is because they didn't just think of doing this. This has right. been a plan. This is what they've done with the the whole idea. Is to ha was Kenny's the best wrestler in the world. We're gonna make him that. So like now, like when you look back on, it, you're like, wow, this is pretty fucking amazing. Like. 
this was been the yeah. plan and they're executing it yeah. and they're going to keep doing it because of the system that they have in place. I will say this. What happens if Daniel Bryan shows up on NXT? I, I changed the channel. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, uh, all right. Daniel so Daniel so Bryan he, shows up on NXT. Just, I wouldn't just, just, he left. He, 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 he dropped that and then left. That? So let's not even, let's go back to the Kenny stuff because that's a conversation we're happening. This is the we're thing happening. Tula does. He does on the bonus episode. He, he pulled a move the other day in the bonus app where he was like, he goes, he's like, I'm going to go, hey, talk about this. And then he walked off. And then <laughs> I just for a minute was just like, yo, Tulo, I don't need you to tell me what to talk about when I'm not here. Like, just right, fucking right, walk right, out of here. Right. So anyway, <laughs> the point I was making about Kenny Omega, right? Yeah. And, and also just to say what you guys were saying is I, I don't know if this was the plan all along to have him be like, oh, let him be in a valley so he could like rise like a phoenix. I think it very simply because my whole thing with wrestling, Dan, as you know, is like they don't really necessarily know what the the six year plan is here. They just know what the best move right now is. Like what's the next, what's next week's show? Like, what are we doing this month? Like oh, yeah. it's very lily pad to lily pad. You jump to the next lily pad. And when AW started, it was very clear that the move was Cody's not getting a belt. The bucks aren't getting a belt. Kenny's not getting a belt. We well, gotta got to push other belts. people. Right. Well, I'm just saying they're like, we got to push other people because he got tag belts to elevate cowboy. That, well, that yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But that, you know, no one wants to see, you know what I mean? And he wasn't the first tag champ either. When AEW started, it was not on on Page and Omega, right? Which is makes no sense until you realize that Frankie Kazarian has a cigar company with Cody. Doesn't matter. That's backroom <laughs> politics. The point is, <laughs> that's a fun stat. I didn't even know. Oh yeah, there's. It's called. Like, I know, you know that those guys are boys, but I they're didn't know buddies that. and they have a cigar. They smoke cigars together. They have a cigar. They got a stogie business together, and so on the strength of that. <laughs> Chris Daniels got one more run in him. Look, I'm digressing. What I'm saying is, okay, <laughs> you are that digressing. There was that moment where Kenny was in a valley, a little bit by design. In fact, that they want to put a belt on him, but also he was doing whack shit. He was doing goofy promos and just like being silly. It just wasn't working. And a lot of people were like, "Wow, maybe this was the end. Maybe this big stage is too big for this guy. Maybe this guy peaked." But I knew in my heart of hearts, like, the guy changed the world. He really did. Like, everything we're watching now is, is, the, is the fruits of Kenny Omega's labor. And then now to see this happening right now, ah. to see this version of Kenny Omega, to see this guy firing on every which way cylinder you can and doing something almost Vince McMahon level amazing as far as combining promotions, right? Vince's biggest legacy is that he was able to like consolidate the business and eat everyone alive and become the biggest show in right. town he did it with the territories first and then right Kenny on WCW. some level is almost kind of doing that but just with gold he's not ruining their business he's not taking money out of their mouth if anything he's putting money in their pockets right like he's doing yeah. it in a way that's actually like non-colonialism right he's doing it like in, an, in a fair trade coffee route well he's, and he's like, respecting their titles he's respecting their titles that's the interesting thing. So he's doing, like, if Vince is imperialism, Kenny is, like, a Green New Deal for the whole world or something. Like, he's just trying to make everything better and a rising tide raises all ships. And I, and I just love to see where Kenny is right now because it is truly, like, a fully realized one of the all-time greats doing one of the greatest fucking things I've ever seen. It's, it's so incredible. I love right. it. You love it, folks. You'll have the last word on Kenny Omega. Let's move on over. I want to throw to uh, my man, Alex Newman, New Newman Hagen. Yeah. Because we had, listen, there's things to talk about that might be more important than this. Mm -hmm. But Alistair Black is back. Okay. Mm -hmm. And listen, you know, everyone knows Alistair Black is deeply one of my guys. I, I, I really feel like he's so talented and 
just that black mass, I miss it. You know, I thought he was just a really, you know, you think about Alistair Black, it's like the character, which we'll get to while we're talking about here, the character, I'm not sure it's like totally there yet. And now it seems to be reinvented in some kind of way. But it at least was trying something. Where like, I struggle with a guy. I know you, uh, this is going to bring, I'm not bringing up a whole other thing, okay? But like Adam Cole, baby is a dude who's like a great wrestler, puts on amazing matches, completely earned his keep. But even this week on NXT, I thought cut his best promo in a long time. And even when you break down what it was, it's not that fun It's for me. It's still like, I'm the best. I held the title for a while. Um, NXT is a really competitive place to wrestle. And you're disrespecting me, I'm going to walk off. And it's still a little... Right. It's a little just not oh. fun enough yeah. for me, right? Personally, it's not, you know, it's a little too, I'm tough guy alley for me, right? That's why I had to remove him from my list compared to guys like uh, Roman Reigns, who's doing something really specific. The Fiend is doing something specific. So let's talk about Alistair. Alistair, I think, has the potential. Matt Riddle, who I think is doing really fun, great work. I, I like it. We can, we can argue it. Some of it's whatever, and we'll get to it. But Alistair Black is what he's doing. Are we going to, is Alistair Black going to flounder here? He's back in the company. You know, he seems to be here. Is this good? Newman, I'm throwing to you because you're our lore guy for Alistair Black. If you remember, like two years ago, he was what? Cutting those promos where he was in the black room and was spitting like some, you know, mythological. Yeah, Yeah. come fight me stuff. But I mean, look, his. What's going on with him now? We cut the part one of the dragon promos is what they're calling it. Right. Was it? This is something where like Alistair Black from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. Uh, even then before that, when he was, uh, you know, Tommy End, right? Thomas Budgen, this uh, guy from Denmark. Fucking in WWE, they've been keep on gilding the lily when they don't have to gild the lily. Right. Like he when he first came in, like the, his look, his entrance, his moveset. That's all the fuck you need. You don't need to explain it. He's evil. He has Satan stuff. He does. They did it. Like, it's just, it works. It's show, not tell. Right. Then he gets to W, they get to the main roster. Then it's for some reason, he's actively trying to pick fights with people, which is not in line at all Mm -hmm. with everything else that he sort of just was. Right. Before that, so they keep they are trying to add something to it. Oh, yeah. What is he? What's his he was, thing? He was like, like, isn't it he obvious? Was doing like like when Biden's like, hey, you want to take this outside? Or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dog, you're a dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, hey, I like to punch you in the face for that attitude. You're like, that's not at all what this guy's vibe is. <laughs> right, like he's, right. You wouldn't you wouldn't like proactively lo- like look for street fights. Right. Like, <laughs> that's right. how they wrote him. Yeah. And so, like, uh, yeah, and, and you know, come and knock on my door, fucking three's company too. Like, <laughs> yeah, the like, you, they don't need it. They don't need to do it, and right. yet they they do it. And and so that he then he had that 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 previous that like that other return where he was with like the eye patch? with the eye patch. He's like f- f- solid snake, and then. Uh, yeah, and they now. and they lost the raising of the casket, which is like right. changes music. One, so they took away they took yeah. away the one thing that was oh. working passively for him, yeah. which was his vibe, his entrance, and his move set. Right? They took this away. One of the best entrance songs yeah. ever. Yeah. It's in one. It's, it history. is. It is one of the best like entrance songs in terms Bro. of an actual song. 
in right. wrestling history. WrestleMania That's 35. It was so fucking loud and awesome seeing him come out. I will say him in doing this entrance with the, <laughs> with the theatrics. That was the best he was ever used. Yeah. Probably, unfortunately. With the theatrics, theatricality of his entrance, like the, the guitar distortion whale with the raising of the of the gurney like yeah. that all the sum total of those parts is truly one of the best songs in wrestling like you're, you're not even gonna top that ever like it just worked he, he had potential right. to be like a, the next undertaker like right. yeah he's not as big and, and, and blah 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 and saying he's the next undertaker whatever maybe that's what fiend is or whatever but he had potential to be kids show up dressed like him kids right. are like right like in the crowd, like raising up, like right, and I I don't know why they didn't just lean into like it's like they're so into like corny marketing for like right. with stuff, but like why not do it for a guy where it's so obvious to do it for like just go right. all in on like on on him like sell the vest with the spikes and you know what I mean right. you're like so they take away that they give him the eye patch yeah mm. nothing there's nothing there right he no. goes away again now he comes back. And he is reading from a book called "What Is It?" The Tale of the Dark Father, right? Yeah. He starts. To, he gives a promo that sounds almost like the beginning of Black Parade by fucking My Chemical <laughs> Romance. Okay, His that's a plus for me. That's a plus for when me. I was when I was a young, a young boy, boy, my father, my father took me into the into city. The woods. Yeah. No, to, to the city his, to see I a know. marching band. Uh, yeah, but for Alistair Black, it's into woods. To oh, see right, right. That's his some biblical punishment. Yeah, whatever that was. So. um but again, it's more of the same. It's like they're giving this guy who has a natural vibe something else on top of it for no reason. And I would be surprised if this – it's going to work in spite of itself just because he's one of my guys. I have to have faith in him. But, yeah, I don't know. This was befuddling. It's very what, what big was the that po- he's on SmackDown. Let me tell you that. If he was on Raw, That's a great gone. point. That is a He'll great be, point. He'd right? be out by SummerSlam. SmackDown Slam. is way better show. I just to see what they do with it, I guess. Here's the, the only thing I say. It's SmackDown. I think it has potential. Uh, I think in that IC division, I think he can make a lot of noise there. Uh, I think it's a perfect place for him to be, especially with the talent that's there. But if they're really smart, they'd bring him back to NXT ASAP. Because him and Karrion Cross would in, put I mean, on a promo. I, why wouldn't you want him? Why? Yeah, it would be, it would be, you, he was one I, of your guys when he was in time, NXT. It's time for him to be a star. He's like yeah, but 30, he's a, he be, it's time he, for him to be a star. How many four-year-old rookies does WWE need? a star need? in NXT. Like, it's time They're not rookies the there. If you watch NXT, it is way better, yeah. the, t- the wrestling yeah. and the things that are going on, than it, than it is on Raw SmackDown. Why do they have to go to fucking Raw? Look, he could be on NXT. And you can't control. No, because you can't control the structure of WWE. Whether you like it or not, we're not Vince. The main roster is still... The marquee yeah. place to go. You're still right. paid more. That's still where the WrestleMania matches go. Exactly. If anything, WrestleMania NXT... doesn't happen for NXT. Right. It happens for the main roster. I keep trying to tell you guys to start, continue to think of NXT as the developmental. It's not ready. I do. It's like a half I big do. thing. That's not true. That's but not also, true. But also, so bringing, someone, bringing back someone down to NXT, which they did and was very fucking cool when, when Finn did it. Like, yeah. that was awesome. All right? Okay. A former champ coming back down. Like, I like that. That and and I'm actually worried because wrestling is wrestling that they're gonna hit that button about seven more times than they need to and, and they do should. it with Alistair. No, because then it becomes it's not magic when they do it as like a fucking stock solution because it doesn't really solve Alistair back because at some point well, he's gonna have to go back up there. He's gonna have to go s- back up to the main roster at some point. I think that going back down to NXT is like the safe half not- step of quitting and going to AEW. 
I would rather see him quit and go to AEW. I I, I totally agree. Going to NXT now that AEW is so much no, cooler. I wouldn't you're, say that. Going to NXT feels like you should have went to AEW. Yeah, it's yeah, a safety yeah, yeah. net. No it's like, way. No, no way. Not okay. not for the women, by the way. I'm talking about men because women's about how awesome in NXT he was. is way better. Think about how awesome he was in NXT. And how awesome he could be in NXT again. Like, I, there's I'm going to pause. No I agree, well, I, I, I agree with that. Too. I, We're all agreeing. I agree with you. But I'm I saying the conversation is irrelevant. Right, right. He's on main roster. No, it is. Because he, right now, clearly, if we look at what's going on right now, clearly they're rebranding him. They spent money and time. In, this package looked that, really good. That the, animation, animation was, was sick. sick. It was Very Japanese nice. style animation. Yeah. Very like, nice package. I, it looked exactly like, like in Japan. There's like They have these like. Um, uh, like virtual, they're like kind of like um virtual reality style Ooh. rides. You know what I mean? And they, that's all. That's the animation of like every single ride, like that. You know, um, and and it looked just like that. It's beautiful. You know, I love. I think it's Japanese style, right? It, that's what it felt like. I, I don't know exactly, but it's animated, and 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 Japan yeah. has a lot of animation. I, I, I bought like paper dolls. Yes, like paper doll. I bought Versin enough, but it had like a Slender Man vibe in sure. there as well. It was really fun, and then the set design looked awesome compared to when he was literally behind like a crinkled black uh, 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 sheet that was clipped right. to a try like a a stand. Mm. This was like the lighting was awesome. I think his glasses were kind of cool. I kind of dug well, that. But I, got, I want to talk about that when you're done with this point. I got to talk about the, the well, look. Well, it has a lot to do with SmackDown being on Fox. And, but Newman, what's, and no, wait, Fox wait, will wait, invest wait, in that stuff. I agree. Newman, okay. uh, that that's a good point. The production value on Fox is way better. But Newman, yeah. did, just from the Dragon thing, because I didn't follow it, did it do anything for you from a uh, uh, from a place of Spooky from a, Boy? From like a, yeah. a Spooky Boy place? You know what I mean? No. Because you're the, no. you're a resident spooky boy biker boy expert. I mean, you know, like I mean, does it have potential to be cool? Yes. Did it in the moment, like check my boxes? No. Um, I don't care about cults uh, unless they're satanic cults. I don't care about like daddy issues unless it's Satan. unless I, I'm Is your, your daddy. daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like. Um, We'll yeah. see, it, but no, I it, it it was also it was like whatever Adam Cole's like tough guy alley promo. This was like whatever. This is like daddy issues alley promo. It was always it's the same thing. It's you know you people out there are the problem. I'm here to fix it. You're sinners. I'm gonna wash that. It's 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 tired. Yeah. It's we've heard yeah. this a billion times. It it felt and also it was not super coherent. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like I thought he was training me to fight the dragon or something, and now he's training me to become the dragon. I'm like, what is your dad like? Put you in a dog fighting ring? Like I don't know right, what's going yeah. on. It seemed a little bit like they were faking the funk. Like they were trying. Why are you rebranding a wrestler who's already branded? Right, right, right. right. Exactly. Well, they're gilding the lily. They continue right. to put yeah. shit on this guy who doesn't need it. They're continuing to put Father, old leaf on top of a beautiful flower. Right. Celebrations of life and death. He sounds cool, though. You know, he yeah, sounds absolutely. cool. He could do a production value's good because like, it was too with the, with the audio in the back and fire. But as I grew older, father became colder and more distant. All right, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it is part one. My you know dad I mean? used to take me to these celebrations, and we see like a person being killed, and he could deal with it because he was too young to understand. But then he got older, and now his dad's like, uh, like you know, distant and being weird. And it's like, 
when the Undertaker, like, how, how far into the Undertaker's career did they then just decide to explain what the fuck was going on? It's, like, yeah, years, it's, right? It's yeah. almost it's, did they, like, Wait, wait. Did they ever? It was yeah, like, look. eventually, in, like, the late 90s, yeah. they were like, oh, Paul Bear's his dad, and he has a brother, and this no, is the Paul, I thought Paul. I thought Paul Bear was not Kane's dad, and he fucked Undertaker's mom. Right, but like yeah. that, that yeah. all yeah. happened like six years which, after Which, the by the way, debut. let's just get into that for a second. In what universe is Paul Bearer's seed creating the monster <laughs> Kane, the big red machine Kane? Like, look, Undertaker's mother must be some brick shit house if her kids <laughs> are the Undertaker at seven foot three thirty, and then she procreates she had to carry the genetic load. If she procreates with fat munchkin, little nothing, barely could lift a, a twenty-five pound weight Percy Pringle and and shit out a guy even bigger than the Undertaker. Shit out. Oh, that's a great point. All right, where do babies come from? You know what I mean. Well, we're we're doing our best, folks. Paul Uh, Bear, and by the way, like, Paul Bear, what an asshole. You managed this guy's career. Dice, dice over here. Paul Bear, what an asshole. <laughs> I'm He's saying, been on my chest for a while. I'm just saying, he he basically hey. was like a father to undertake, like a brother. He's gonna he's gonna soil his mother. He's gonna have sex with his mom when he's on the road and have and have a baby camp. Of course, Undertaker's gonna burn that kid alive. <laughs> yeah, we, you love to, you folks. We love to hear it, folks. Now, all right, let's. Uh, all right, all right. So, all right, we'll see where it goes. I like that it's part one because it's like they're actually doing stuff with it. So that's cool. But let's can move I, uh, on. Can I talk a little bit uh, about the look? Can we just talk about the look? Yeah. Here's something that's very interesting about this look. It was very we slick, can do that. Very, very clean, very. I mean, the guy basically just put on like hip aviator spectacles, like gold frame, like night, like cool glasses. Yeah. yeah. And a nice little suit. He looks great. He looks like you could wear that out to a me if i met a dude and he was dressed like that, yeah that dude's fucking yeah but that is kind of his vibe you know what i mean uh yeah i mean i definitely could imagine hanging out with a guy with a a leather vest with spikes on it oh wait what are you talking about (laughs) i mean for five years this guy wore two boots that were mismatched and one of them had spikes no but in nxt he wore uh full suits with like full black three-piece suits with a red tie right but but i'm just saying this with the glasses with the glasses really tied it home to like a more of a hipster like Look where I'm like, yo, this guy, I would be in a meeting and this guy would show up and be like, yo, that dude, yo, he's uh, that Swedish, he's that film director. Like, he yeah. directs those music videos. <laughs> yo, like, he looks uh, like a guy with a really cool job who's like a little artsy and a little hip. Like, he looked like a Scandinavian. He looks like a, uh, like a photographer. Like, you know, like, yeah, but like, yeah. like someone that you respect a lot yeah, that yeah, like yeah, you didn't yeah. even know he directed. Oh, he directed that movie with Mads Mikkelsen. Yo, that guy, that was like <laughs> Mads is with Mads. Yo. Wow. No, that guy's deal. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, cool yeah, yeah, you can imagine he's walking through like a lobby of a hotel and like someone's just like, oh, my God, I, I oh, my God, I need you to photograph. Me. <laughs> no, not, but they're just like, they're just like, yo, yo, did you see like, like, however, they would talk about Billy Walsh and not like, yo, yo, his his like that indie film he did. Like, you didn't see it, but like you have to. It's what really was his good. What was his indie? Was it Queens Boulevard? Queens no, he Boulevard made that. Was, no, he no, made he Queens made Queens Boulevard. Boulevard with Vinny Chase. But what was his movie before that? I don't remember, bro. Flat I've heard Avenue. of people. I know some people rewatching Entourage, and they're telling me like how awful it is. Um, I mean, of course it is. Of <laughs> right, course it is. Let's take one step backwards, okay? So, Alistair Black, he has that uh, 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 the look. Um, he's got he, the name because, by the way, when people change their names for wrestling, sometimes it's a nightmare. 
Yeah. I mean, T-Bar and Mace. I mean, not, this guy landed on Alistair Black, and it is perfection. Oh, that's, that's a, a great sick name. name. My point anyway, about Alistair ahead. Black is he fits into my category of like dudes who I think are like like chicks should all want to bang him. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, but, I mean, he's but probably they don't. Closer, I don't think. <laughs> I think no, he's probably closer to that than anyone else you've mentioned. Yeah. Well, right, look, yeah. here's the thing. Alistair Black, that's a he does real have a mohawk. Yeah, that's a specialty <laughs> piece. Okay. He's got a mohawk. That's covered in tats. Is literally the wicked witch of the West, right? Right. He's got a full body of tats. Like that that's not every person is going to be attracted to that type of person. Certain people find that that's a very that's what I call a specialty piece. Are we hitting right? the Hawkeye detour right now? Uh, we, we have to go there. When we, we talk about guys, we talk about guys. It's the Hawkeye detour. I think. I think the thing. Did we ever? Did I ever get one of those? I sent it to you. You never. You never used it. Oh shit! When right, we talk I'll, about I'll like your your your, your 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 Drew McIntyres, that's a guy I look at and I'm like, wow, I'm shocked that because to me that's like the peak of. The, the 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 platonic ideal of a male physique like that yeah. is just raw hair. sexuality just so enough that, hair that's shock yeah right it's it's full head of beautiful hair yeah, yeah. chiseled body jack physique like six over six four Scruff. whatever like everything and and that's shocking to me that more people are not sexually attracted to that but I guess what it boils down to is like not everyone wants this like full throttle overkill masculinity anymore. Like people like a, a, a uh, more watered they down they version. They really don't. Like you gotta listen. You gotta throw some glasses. I've seen it too. I've seen it. Like the dude who like makes like my 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 my, my meal company. Who's like also like uh, you know he makes the food for like Roman Reigns and Edge and all that. Right? Yeah. Like this guy is like. So jacked, like so fucking jacked up, right? But then, like, you just see him, he throws a little gla- like reading glasses on there, and you're like, right. "Those can't be prescription. That's just because like, you're trying to the blow. You got to tone down. You got to tone it down. It's too much. You're trying, to, you're trying to meet a nice girl. You're not trying to, you know, people be scared." Uh, I rewatched uh, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty five and with Batista, he puts on those little oh, tiny twenty forty nine, bro. Twenty forty nine. No, I watched the prequel. It has the uh... <laughs> the prequel is called Blade Runner. The, the, uh, prequel, the prequel is Batista going to an optometrist to get the Four plans. years earlier, yeah. 2045. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, astigmatism. <laughs> I have astigmatism. Give me what I want, which is I need uh, like some medicine Lasik. or some glasses. Do you have Give me some glasses from like 1892? That's kind of crazy. That's like Batista's defining wrestling line is, is that like, give me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was his last run. Um, well, he didn't really have a very... He wasn't known yeah, for but promos. yo, I'll say this though. I watched a clip. They posted it on uh, WWE's Instagram, and it was Batista versus Randy in a in a cage match. Mm-hmm. And Batista's so fucking big, and then yeah. he hits him with the power bomb, and he goes like nuts. And you're like, Batista's uh, even. I thought he sucked during his right. whole run. Right. And even when you watch him, he's a lot more fun than some of these guys now. Well, but you no, know? But Batista also was so like he was ten. It's a hot night detour. <laughs> it's a hot night detour. Love it. Oh, God. It's a hot night I think Zach Zachary has made that right. <laughs> uh, congratulations it. to him. He just had a baby girl. Hey, congratulations. Uh, yes. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Um, we love it. We love it. Um, two Herricks High School alums. Yes. Fornicating. Uh, to, well, uh, not make... fornicating. They're married, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That was disgusting. It's actually oh, it's, 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 uh, fully sanctioned. Shane. Uh, 
sexual Shame. intercourse for the purpose. Alright, anyway. <laughs> the fact that he's vision for this, because I gave him no direction. Was right, like, right. Yo, we're just going to use Final Countdown. That's yo, that's cool. I, I, he's got the same syllables. I, yeah. I said to him, I said, I said, we got to use fucking Hawkeye Detour. We got to make a song with it. And he's like, all right, do you want to make a custom song? I was like, I was thinking like, I was thinking like uh, Final Countdown fucking music or something. Well, and we, we, we got to that. We used like... We used like two other songs, and then and then we can't. We landed upon five. Ah, that's uh, awesome! Oh, great it's work, great, I, dude. We I wish it. you reminded me. Anyway, all right. Um, um, so, but we're talking about Batista. Look, when Rock Lesnar first hit the scene, I had never seen a person who was that jack. Like I was, it was his I was, traps were like, uh, like right. It, it, it never because because Lesnar now is a sight to behold. Lesnar at like twenty five is like it's it's, it's, it's ungodly. It's, nuts. it's 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 like. It's it's disturbingly, breathtakingly impressive, and he was so muscled up. And then Batista showed up, and he was also like just fucking rippling, bulging muscles. But it was grosser and less cool looking. It like was like yuck. Like it wasn't. He didn't have the same dimensions, but he was still had that much muscle. And just having that, like Vince is right. Like having that much beef, it just turns some heads, man. It just feels well, important. That's what they should make Raw. Like, honestly, Raw should just be that show. Like, uh, I mean, with T-Bar and fucking Mason there, too. I those, mean, those let me tell you something, man. You put T-Bar and Mason next to Lesnar. Randy Orton. But if you put them next to Lesnar and Batista, <laughs> these guys look like dad bods. They look like dog shit compared to Lesnar and Batista. Batista, go back and watch the animal at, like, fucking, at, like, WrestleMania, like, 23, 24 zone. Yeah. You know, he's so... Fucking big, and then while you're doing that, go watch Triple H at WrestleMania 17. <laughs> Yo, it, it, I mean, Triple H is the guy. This is not a hot guy detour because right. I don't think any of these guys are attractive. This is the, <laughs> these this guys is are not hot. This is the genetic freak show detour. The hot guy detour is like, why don't more people want to bang Aleister Black and Drew McIntyre? This is, we're talking about beef, baby. We're just talking about beef. All and right. Triple H is a guy that when I go back, I didn't even, I didn't realize at the time how enorm this guy is. He, was Triple H, he got real big. He, he got real big. He, yeah, Triple H kind of gets like uh People, I don't know. You don't think of Triple H as big as right, he really again, was. He's the biggest guy out there. He was in like that Daniel wasn't because it wasn't his gimmick. That's the thing. When it's Batista, like yeah. your gimmick is that you're like huge. When you're Lesnar, your gimmick's that you're huge. Like Triple H was still Triple H. He just became enormous. Triple H is the prototype wrestler. I'm talking about pre him being a suit, right? Is the prototype wrestler of what I don't like. Okay, right. It's like that's the exact kind of wrestler, and that's all NXT is. Almost all of it is like we are fighters, and that's the base reality, that's and true. that's it. No fun with the reality of that's pro wrestling. That's not true. That, yo, yeah, that, that seems a little off. It's not me. true. You're not you're not watching. You're not watching. I, I watch this week, so you can I say did. that after this week. There's a lot of really good storylines. Tell going me, this on. Stuff. there's a lot of fun no, no, happening, no, no. like the Johnny Gargano stuff, stuff, the, the Indy Hartwell stuff, stuff. Is fun. It's fun, but it is still like a little tame for me. Where I'm like, I, I don't know. But they, they had a fun thing going, which was Velveteen Dream. That, like, I mean, really – and Alistair. Like, that was stuff that, like, yo, that's – but listen, this is my style. And there's room for Triple H types. Totally. You need them. 
Can we that. just reiterate yeah. what happened in Velveteen Dream? Because he is my favorite guy that has been lost to his own Devices. disgusting behavior. I mean, I... That's a, legally, we're only allowed to play that one beat of his song. I so. miss that guy so much. I mean, what exactly did he do? Ugh. It's just like this every he's so good week, that so he's so good that you want to like it's not worth talking about. Because I want to forgive him. Nothing good can happen because I want to forgive him. Want to forgive him? But I can't. He was so fun. He was I so can't fun. forgive him. I can't forgive him. That's he a shame. basically pulled off like a full on sexual predator prince gimmick <sighs> and then turned out to be a sexual predator. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess he did kind of have that as part of the gimmick too. You got to yeah, listen I mean, to these people when they tell you who you are. You got to listen to them. When somebody you know? tells you who they are, believe them, folks. Um, all right, let's oh. move on for a sec. Talk a little bit about uh, let's, let's we can quickly run through some of the stuff going on on Raw and SmackDown. Um, well, we talked about Daniel Bryan and all that. Well, let's just give a uh, homage to uh, well, not homage. Let's just give props to Roman for just another great just, just another proud, great week for Roman Reigns as the guy to beat as the top guy. Um, he feels like it. His promos are just like. You guys suck, and I'm awesome. And on top of that, instead of just being like, I'm the guy to beat, he's also huge yeah. and absolute stud. Yeah. Um, no, no, we're not. All right, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. He's so, Roman is so fucking hot, okay. you know? And I, I, you I guys don't think said so? He, he's like a, he's mean, like a no, Samoan. I mean, He's like Sounds a Samoan like Hemsworth. It. He's a Samoan Hemsworth. He's a Samoan Hemsworth. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> that um, is great. Now that, and then also on top of it, he's the fucking tribal chief. I love yeah. that. He's the I mean, he needs to be on Raw. He, he needs really to be on both shows. Clear, workable, cool gimmick. It's not a big veer, but it makes him more interesting than I'm. Like guys, I'm awesome because I'm wearing sunglasses. You wanna? Right? You wanna? You and, wanna? You want to counter book AEW, you have Roman go over to fucking Raw after whatever this fucking right. backlash is. He goes over there. He says, I'm taking this fucking title too. And he just, cro- and he's on, you need to have him on both shows. He's undeniably must watch television. And they could, if they could do it on SmackDown, they could sure as hell tell some real good stories with that roster on Raw with him there too. So I think have him win the fucking Raw title as well and be so double fun. champ. And also, this is amazing where Roman can really carry his own right now. So it's putting Heyman in this amazing spot. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. Heyman is kind of like the Don Callis role. Where, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, I mean, what I mean is that Don Callis has his own thing going because Kenny can hold his own also, you know? Not in the same way Roman is right now. Like, just Kenny's cutting fine promos, but he's leaning. I'm just saying Kenny is crutching more on Callus by design than Roman is crutching on Heyman. Heyman right. is literally just like almost like a fucking barnacle to the Roman Reigns boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, 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 but then Roman, like Heyman will cut a promo backstage just saying about how much he likes Cesaro. Like, you know what he's like? Yeah. I, I just like, I love Cesaro. Like, he's so great. It's just like. Roman Reigns, like, what are we talking about? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, it's so yeah, it's, good. Yeah. It's so good. good, you know? Um, yeah. uh, Heyman, um, what I was going to say, oh, uh, shit. We'll come uh, back to it. When you okay. think of it, let me know. We'll, we'll always pop back to Heyman. It's but all very so we got to talk about the main attraction of SmackDown, which is Cesaro wearing his Instagram handle on his, on his jacket. Like, do you guys see this move by Cesaro? It has the Instagram logo and then says WWE Cesaro. 
That like, oh no, I didn't see it. Yo, he's just straight up like I'm here yeah. for followers now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. in the main event right now. But uh, God, do I love I I, I love what they're doing with Cesaro. Hopefully, he's just god awful. Why does the guy ever even hold a microphone? Yeah, he held the microphone this entire show. You know? Yeah, I would say I was what I was gonna say before was that what Roman has done with Heyman and Jay is that like you kind of have to they make you go through like leaps and bounds to get to Roman, and then by the time you get there, you never you never had a shot. You know, Jay beats the shit out of you. Heyman makes sure that he like throws up all the barriers and walls in the way, and then by the time they get to Roman, like what's the point? You know, like and that's what kind of Heyman says. You really want to do this? You want to? It's like you got want to go through the legal process in order to get a match with Roman. Like we're gonna we're gonna tear you down. You know, it's I, I just I'm blown it's great. away. It's all it. working. It's all working. Yeah. Here's here's the I, and I know we kind of pivoted to Cesaro, but because we're back on Roman, there's one thing I didn't want to say. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to say, and I guess. And, no. and I guess the Cesaro, the Cesaro factors into it. Wrestling has the ability to fire on three levels that sync up that no other sport or TV show has. It is what's happening in the storyline, what's happening behind the scenes, and then what the fans feel about it. And when all three of those things layer and work in unison as one harmonious push and it work works, like Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30, right? He was not getting booked for title shots the fans really wanted to see him get pushed and then because they liked him that then became the booking and now everyone was all behind it right roman right now and cesaro was saying that uh and daniel bryan was saying that like he's been handed everything because his personal family connections to the business and and he's not as hard of a worker as cesaro who had to grind it out for 10 years and all that stuff that stuff is so resonant and works because if you think about it, and then you think about how much we hated Roman because yeah. for five years he headlined WrestleMania when he didn't deserve it. He didn't have – he wasn't putting out the best work of the year to be the headline match of WrestleMania. He was just the guy that it was really best for business. He's the guy that the company just got behind and strapped a racket. Uh, by the way, he's headlined to. exactly five manias, by the way. Right, and he and did, he, I think, four in a row. one. Right. And I remember how infuriated I was at the time in the heyday of that run because I'm like, Hogan did that. And Hogan was the biggest thing in WrestleMania. Roman is not. I mean, and Hogan's the biggest, like, biggest thing in wrestling. Roman is not. So it just it just works because now when you're having a feud where you're you're saying Cesaro's the hard worker, he, you've been handed everything. And it's actually kind of true. But now it actually we like we like seeing this guy, uh, Roman Reigns, yeah. also like. It just all feeds this heel persona in a way that we just like you couldn't write you on love your own you, to see it, folks. You love to see it, folks. Now, uh, 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 well, just to move on, we can talk. We can move on from it. It's great. The thing is, is that Stackham shirt buyable merch? That looks like it's buyable yeah. merch. I'm not gonna yeah. buy it. But to it be looks- honest, I was thinking about buying it. I was like, I I wish it was just the fucking picture. Like I, I would just love a picture of his WrestleMania pin on a shirt, and that's <laughs> it. I think that was kind of fun. Now, um, all right, a couple of things. I, I got to talk about this next thing. It's RK, bro. Um, oh, boy. Which oh, boy. is, I think, a really fun idea. I really like it. I think it was a really good time. <laughs> well, like, uh, how deeply are we getting worked, right? It's not, it's not work. Obviously... We were just waiting for Orton to RKO him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I had an idea here that I thought would be really fun. It's kind of similar to what they did with Killian Dane and uh, mm. uh, I was going to call him Rupert Burdock. What's his name? 
Drake Maverick. <laughs> no. Drake uh, Maverick. No. <laughs> yeah. <but> it, <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is like, I think it would be cool if Randy does start RKing, RKing on him, and then Riddle forgets every show. He's like, what's up, bro? We got a, we got a tag match tonight? He's yeah. like, yo, I turned on you. And he's like, oh, fuck. I thought that was like for fun. Like, I think that would be really fucking funny. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I can't imagine them doing that. That sounds crazy, but I love it. I love well, that I idea. Mean, it doesn't have to be like fifty first dates. It can just be like, "Yo, man, like, sorry." It'd be like, "Yo, we're cool this week, right?" Like, like you know what I mean? Like, we got right. great chemistry, man. Because they keep winning matches, and he refuses to acknowledge the heel turn. Like, you know, I think that'd yeah. be a good, cool idea for Riddle. He's like super high. I, I would love that. No? You know this has AJ and Omus uh, versus Riddle and uh, Randy written all over it. Yeah. That would be really fun. I don't know where <laughs> they go with this, or it just leads to a feud between the two. Like I don't know yeah. how long they ride it, but you're probably right because of the time of year we're at. Why not milk it for as long as we can, you know? Who knows? All right, that was really fun. RK Bro is a good time. I think Matt Riddle's having fun. He, it's not like everything he does he nails, mm-hmm. but like he's in a very clear zone for me. I like it. It's more my style. Um Charlotte Flair in in an absolute killer zone. Um, very clearly acknowledged as the best female wrestler. No one's even close. Um, and um, uh, one thing I just wanted to point out from this segment was uh, it was cool. It was like fine. She made the guy apologize. Blah blah blah. Whatever. There's seems to be some kind of like rift between Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce forming, mm-hmm. which I think is very cool. I wonder where they go with that. I'm hoping, personally, that like Sonya becomes the Heyman to Charlotte's Roman. You know, uh, whatever. I guess I said that wrong, but Sonya takes on that role, like that, like that consigliere role for Charlotte now. You know, like because. You could tell they got some kind of bond, and something was happening on SmackDown where she didn't really agree with, uh, you know, uh, he didn't think it was fair that Daniel Bryan was coming into the match, all this stuff. So obviously something's happening. I don't know where it's going, but I'm interested. And I really yeah. like that she came out and was like, she was like, okay, uh, it's over. Like, you know, <laughs> Charlotte's back. I, I liked it too because she was just kind of, she's best for business, essentially, is like how uh-huh. I read it. Right. Where it's like you can't fucking. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see where we go with it. But I really like it because, I mean, I'm not sure what what the, what Sonya's deal is. If like they're just kind of like, hey, well, let's, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not Adam sure Pierce's. But Adam like, Pierce is fucking great on the show. I mean, he gets abused I, so hard. Yeah. And he plays not, the role. Perfect. You know, this yeah. guy is the best GM this company has had maybe ever. I mean, Paige did a great job. This guy is perfect. He plays it real. He does a great job. He's believable. He's got that credibility because he used to be the NWA champion. Like I <laughs> that, love that only you care about, but yeah, I, I man, I, I have so much respect. Look, all we week in and we out, week out, daddy, week in and week out, Dan. We are clamoring. We are begging for this product to just be grounded in some semblance of reality, just to try but- to make it believable, like some element of okay, I'll, I'll buy it. And Adam Pierce. That's all he gives. He just yeah. gives us a little bit of credibility, a little bit of playing it real. He's so good. I couldn't love this guy more. He, he and seems it's not enough no, right now, though. He right now, it's bad. It's what? like right now, like with him, though, like they've taken away like 
he's got no it feels like he has no control like he's just being like all right you want to match uh, i guess so you're asking for but, it look like, he's still the guy he still says like look man i can't just wave a magic wand you know how this works like oh you know there's still like there, right. there's the illusion no, 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 no. the character has no ego it seems like which is good for that role it used like, to it's perfect for the anymore. role it'll be back look at ebbs and flows I mean, we don't even remember that he said Drew McInfart. That's how good he is. Like, we just let that go. Like, he's fine. We forgive him. And here's the biggest deal. He's the GM on Raw and on SmackDown. Seamlessly. And the that match will go on to face Drew McInfart and Drew McIntyre for the W. See, he just, he just recovered immediately. This guy's an ultimate recoverer. Well, then it became and he's again. everywhere. He's the official GM of the entire product. And I, I love it. I love that. We don't need a SmackDown and a Raw guy. We got Adam Pierce. He's everybody's guy. Uh, all right, let's because uh, let's get out of here. But we'll mention one last thing. Um, you know that I have to say one thing before your last thing, which is what? Just on principle, like I always got. I, I have to insert. I'm a bastard. I oh. am the champion. All right. Okay. Whoa. All right. Well, uh, they made uh, oh. uh, uh the backlash. I just feel like we have to mention it, even though there's whatever. Drew, Bobby, and Braun will be the 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 WWE the WrestleMania backlash match. Will be like the those three huge guys, which I'll always pop for the fact that it's just like the three biggest guys ever in the ring. I'll always yeah, think that's a good sure, time. Sure. Um, I think Braun actually and Drew had like a one six spot in the match where like Drew was going for essentially maybe like a claymore, but. Braun caught him and just power bombed him. Like these are huge guys for this spot, you know. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Lashley, you know, they're doing the best they can with him. His look is really good. He just, he just is not believable in any sense whenever he speaks, and yeah. he speaks a good amount. Yeah, he's not gotta... even believable, like in when he's not speaking. Even his aggression is not believable. You know, mm. he doesn't feel actually angry or anything you know he's a great you know physical guy but he's a very not he's not a good performer that's he's not a great performer no that's it he he could do all this other stuff not a bad wrestler either not a bad wrestler that's what i meant to say he's a good like in-ring performer he's not a good like performer as far as all the other stuff he just yeah it's and it's distractingly bad he's like one of those guys where you're like he just can't find it at all right but But, whatever but it's cool look People always say, "Give mix it up, give someone else the belt." Let's yeah, see. Yeah, no problem. Maybe, maybe they can. Maybe he can be good. It. He's earned it. You don't know unless you try. Blah blah blah. So I'm all for it. Um, all right, let's get out of here, Shebs. What's your last thing you wanted to talk I about? I didn't want it to be last because that what you said is more important than mine. But I'm just, how worried are you about this Mason T Bar thing? Now they're now they're talking. <laughs> they're like they're like now it, I just look because I like Dijakovic. I like him a lot. I think he's cool. Yeah. Like, I think he's a great in-ring guy. Like, I loved seeing – I told you, when I saw him, Damian Priest, and Keith Lee, and when they were doing those those trios for, like, the North American or whatever in, uh, in NXT, I'm like, these guys can put on a match. And this other guy, Dio, I mean, he's fine. I don't know much about – I mean, he was an announcer one time. I was like, what the fuck is this? But the point is, now they're like, hey, we have no allegiance. We have no business. We're not with the hurt. But they're saying, look, retribution done. We're out. But we're still Mason T-Bar, and they got some weird face paint going on. They're go- they're literally Dude, a combination of, like, the War Raiders and Ascension right now. Yeah, two, a- two historically dead-end tag teams. Mm-hmm. And I just feel bad because I oh, like that. Oh, God, Jacobi. Ascension. 
Ascension was an absolute. They did everything but so ascend. Said they, sh- they should add him to that fucking <laughs> triple threat match and Dude. let him fucking. They beat. They beat fucking Braun and uh, yeah, and McIntyre. Drew, but like the the Ascension literally their their gimmick was that they could not ascend past jobbers, but. Victor and Connor, and, and I don't know, man. I just they I were want, also called Victor and Connor, which always is. I want thing. more for Dijakovic, and I guess by default I'll want more for Dio. He's not like a, he doesn't have a soft a, a place in my heart, but but why not? They they're both pretty big. They both seem like they could go. I just wish this wasn't what was happening right now. Like I got, just change their names, man. Yeah, we all agree it's bad. All right, last thing because I actually have I got some breaking news. Wait, here. where are War Raiders before you break the news? Where are they? They're they're around. They just came oh, Viking, Viking Viking Viking. They're wrestling. Raiders. They're wrestling. They're like can we came back petition- on the Monday after Raw. Can we call them just the raid? Wouldn't that be better than Viking Raider? Isn't it embarrassing? I, I, I don't think there's anything you do to make those guys. Isn't it embarrassing that, that, that they have to pretend they have to pretend to have Viking names? Evar, get out of here. There's no real Vikings walking the earth right now. Like just call them the raid. Make them be their real Roe and Eric. It just be normal. Be normal. There's nobody named T Bar. Just call them the thing, Dominic. No, I think they're in a perfect zone for them. Like they do, they have match. They do a couple of really cool moves together. Um, it's clear the bigger guy is starting to lose it a little bit. Like his, his he's less agile now. Like his weight is starting to catch up to him. Yeah, those I know. I noticed because he's like his flips are a little less prominent, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed it, but whatever. It's gonna be matter. a dark day when that happens to Owens. When that finally catches up to Owens, like big I guy can't go anymore. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. All right. Well, Nice yeah, piece of news. Go for it. Go and for it's it. It's kind of like we don't need to get too much into it, but they suspended uh, Drake Wirtz. Um, oh, and the ref him from the Capital Wrestling Center. Yeah, <laughs> the NXT ref. You can watch a video of him uh, in a uh, Florida. I don't know some kind of like city council meeting, saying the mask mandate. Like, ma- <laughs> what's his argument? His argument is that masks are make it easier to ad- abduct children. No, and, so so what he's saying is, I watch it half sleeping. They need to lift the mask mandate because masks make it harder for children to send signals of distress when they're because they're being sex trafficked. Traffic. Oh right, so, he's going full like. So he's saying like, and then he gets emotional. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. And he's like, if if we can't see their mouths, then we we can't help them. And then there's like a huge <laughs> applause, right? What, yeah. what state was it? Where oh, was Florida? Where no, was he, where do you huge think, appla- yeah. Florida? There's a huge yeah, applause Florida. because, and he's in his NXT shirt. He's an NXT ref. Oh, no. He's wearing an NXT shirt. He's wearing NXT shirt. shirt. Oh, no. That's Yo. not good for the product. I think Yo. he did it on set or something, too, right? There, like, there was something Probably. That said he was like backstage at the Capitol Redder can I, can I? Can I ask you guys a question? Maybe I made that up, that part. There a was a huge applause, right? And then they immediately cut to the like. No, the applause like, came. Hey, the hey, applause. Wait, where was yeah, the applause? In the the applause came because he asked. He demanded the immediate resignation of like some official, and everybody's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." And then the 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 like they there's a real moment of like, um, what's his name? Tim Hurley. What's that guy's name in 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 in, in Billy Madison? Who's like oh. that? What you just said made us all stupider. It made no sense at any point yeah. during this. This is what the guy does. So it's like after right, cheering, right, right. everyone's like, and this guy's thinking he's having this like Braveheart style moment. And then they're like, I just want to say something right now. Like that was ridiculous. Like, I mean, like you're, <laughs> and you're then they all man. agree. They're all yeah. like, we're not listening to you guys. You're all a bunch of fucking morons, you know? 
Yeah. Um. Actually, hilariously enough, that guy, Jim Downey, it's like a long Jim Downey. I'm sorry, that's who it is. Bi- yeah. I was thinking uh, Tim Hurley. Tim Hurley is the you know the, he's the music the, guy. No, Tim Hurley is another writer who just worked with Sandler on like writing those movies. Right. Right. Hurley, he was like the guy who did like the albums and stuff. But Jim Downey, longtime SNL writer, writes most of the politicals, or he used to the political cold opens. That guy, Jim Downey, one of the only uh, like Republicans in the SNL writers ever. Like he was the only like uh, right more righty guy. Oh, that's interesting. That's he's weird still that very brought fun. him up, right? That's no, but he's not like a wacko conservative. He's just yeah, like yeah. like that's a very liberal. Uh, yeah, you're talking '90s conservative. That's a whole right. '90s conservative. Thing. Anyway, well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have a question for you. Here's the thing. How many times in your life, and you I'll guys have been around, this. you've been around for, at this, between the two of you guys, you know, six, six, seven decades at this point. Yeah. How many times in your life have you seen a child and they were able to signal to you that they were in a sex traffic zone? They, they, how many signals did you receive of like, yo, I see this kid. They're giving me the face that means they are in danger. They are potentially being sex trafficked. And I could see their face clearly enough to, to know that's what's up right now. I got to intervene. This is what's going on. It's like, there's just like this, like, um, uh, there's like an intellectual rot. <laughs> of like, right. There's like, a, there's a thing where like, it's like people just want a point. You know what I mean? They want to, I don't know. I don't I know don't what's so. happening. Sex, like, like, sex trafficking. So that's it now. Like that's I think sex trafficking is a problem. Yeah. Of course. And then a it's, major, it's, major, major problem. So instead of actually attacking that problem in like real helpful ways, which there are organizations, there's that like Jeffrey Epstein organization, right? That like like you can donate to and they're like taking down victims there and whatever. There's things you can actually do. Instead it's make it make it a conspiracy version of an actual problem, you know? Yeah. People You're like, what is people, that about? I don't people, I don't get it. I don't, it's a not an it's not intellectual rot. It's it's emotional. Uh, people are preying. It's emotional on dominance over. It's, over it's a preying like on emotional. It's very easy for people to get swept up in emotion, well, especially righteous emotion. And religious. what is happening? What we see sometimes righteous can be religious, yeah, sometimes not. But what we're seeing is righteous emotion. Yeah, righteous emotion. Um, it comes from a good place. It comes from. Look. I don't want to get too political, but like there's a lot of victims on this planet of all sorts of things, of systemic inequality, of abuse. This is real. In the past five, 10 years, as a society, and rightfully so, we have propped some of these lesser known stories up and said, hey, we need to know about this stuff. People are being victimized. People need, their stories need to be told. We need to expose ourselves to this. And these people are, are some, and some, some ways heroic for even be able to speak out about this stuff. But then the rest of society sees, oh, a victim of something is being deified in some way. Like it, it's some people who don't understand what's going on, just sort of make this weird connection of like something emotional happened, something wrong happened. That person is what I want to be. I want to have that effect on people. I want a cause. I want to appeal to people's emotions, but they got nothing. It's like some white guy in Florida being like, I want an emotional cause that's important. Uh, fucking kids, like, were you a sex trafficking child? No. Have you ever seen it? No. You just, you're just telling me that you as a guy don't like the concept of, of child abuse? Yeah, me neither, buddy. But like people just, they just want to get swept up in a thing and all these people with nothing of substance or no real story to tell, they just like make one, they just like go with one. No substance and no story to tell. The one who works at NXT. 
Where does him and uh, him and Carrie and Cross are like Bible study bros? <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I'm hearing on the sheets. Is that true? Carrie Cross is a, a super religious guy. I'm hearing on the sheets that, that these up. boys really are part of like, and then they spread these theories around through their Bible study groups. That's what I'm hearing. Wow. That's what I'm hearing. All right, is that why his name now. is Carrying Cross? Like he's carrying the he's, cross. Oh, oh, wow. oh hey, from the probably, probably. Oh. I just put that together. Oh man, I think on that, I think we end on that high note. Um, <laughs> I think we end on this real high note. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. This guy got fired this week for that. Last week, uh, Mark Carano got fired for sending Mickey James a garbage bag full of her gear when they fired her. Like, well, I mean, like, I hope they like, start fucking cleaning shit up around there. I mean, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah they got a nice, be a nice clean ship, like. AEW or whatever promotion is Del Rio versus Andrade. Oh, yeah, Andrade. Andrade deciding that his first match he wants to announce is against Alberto Del Rio, and he's, like, all excited about it. Like, uh, I mean... Uh... The guy's a legend. Uh, Del Rio's really interesting. I mean, Del, I don't know how Del Rio gets out of prison all the time. It's kind of wild. He, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't... Don't stick on Del Rio, right? Yeah, he... Oh, Del Rio. Oh, no. I was thinking of Andrade. No, Del Rio, isn't it like every day you're like, all right, Del Rio, Del Rio got caught like with like six women chained in his basement and then like he's wrestling a match. The I was next like, oh, week. Del Rio was high on cocaine and beat the hell out of somebody in an airport. Yeah. Uh, like, he, oh, but he's wrestling Andrade. You're like, all right, well, I don't even understand. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, all right, let's 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 end it. We're done here, everybody. Let's go. Remember, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Support the podcast. Check out our bonus episode Friday mornings. Uh, we t- focus on NXT, AW, uh, maybe a little impact this week, and just whatever we didn't cover the, this week uh, uh, here. And also, we just have fun. We're just, you know, it's an extension, man. Come hang with us mm-hmm. more. And then also, we have the Cow Movie Club. That's going to be returning next week, I think Tuesday, uh, with the Lana Space movie. Aaron will let us know what it is. Uh, but look it up. There's a lot of movie that has Bruce Willis in it that has single digits <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. It's, That's what it's the movie's called. called. I think it's, it's called-, called Lana and Bruce Willis in Space. Yeah, it's called Lana and Bruce Willis in Space. We're watching that. And then we'll do the Cows and Thunderdome over on at May 6th, I believe, for WWE, for Wrestle, May 16th for WrestleMania Backlash. So a lot of great value over on the Patreon, and it's just a great way to support the podcast and hang out. So more, plus you get to join our Discord server and uh, hang with the Petroniacs, Jabroniacs, and everything's great. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the show, and keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up.